This is the Raider Cotton Nation podcast with your host, Alpha Mike, and our roster of co-hosts, we patrol America's law enforcement beat. We invite you today on a ride-along. Now, here's your weekly briefing on Raider Cop Nation. As always, welcome to Raider Cop Nation. This is Alpha Mike, your host on episode number 74 as we continue in our journey of carry concealed who, what, where, when, why, and how. Today is part five of six, and we're going to discuss the why. Now, as I said in the last episode, when and why are synonymous. When should you carry is defined by why are you carrying. And if you're carrying for the protection of your family, if you're carrying because you have the right to carry, if you're carrying because you are an avid believer in the Second Amendment, that defines when you should be carrying. It is a barometer. It is a measure of how to carry. And, of course, there are restrictions on when you can carry, or or better said, where you can carry. But the when is... At what opportune times? Where are you going? How are you getting there? Do you have the proper equipment for it? Last episode, we talked about uh, carrying concealed insurances that should be a part of your arsenal. The equipment as whether you should have a safe in your vehicle. You never know when you have to go somewhere where there is a restriction on carrying. And we also discussed the, well, I don't care what the sign says, I'm just going to play stupid. And how nine times out of ten you'll get away with it, but there's always that one percentage, a small percentage, that you might have an incident. And therefore you're going to have to deal with the scrutiny and the responsibility that came with that little funny sign on the door. So we lived in a troubled time. We live in times that are not normal, where people that are good are bad and people that are bad are good. So the Second Amendment is under attack more and more. Before we get into that, we're going to recap a little bit of where we have been. To sum up these two podcasts, which are number 73 and number 74, we look at a simple question. When is your gut feeling? Because you can. So when should I carry? Well, my gut feeling will tell me. And why? Because the United States Constitution, the Second Amendment says you can carry. And how do we define why? Well, why is the premise of why you're carrying. It's the legal boundary of why you have raised your hand proudly and said, I am a believer in this Second Amendment that they wrote for me, and I'm going to take advantage of it under the restrictions that your laws 
the restriction in the laws of the state that you live in, you will carry that weapon. Those are the two defined points of episode 73 and 74. Now, before we dive into that, we're going to dive into what type of era are we in, where are we going, and why and when are more important than ever. Why and when are more important than ever. But how do you get in contact with us? Well, RaiderCopNation.com. It's that simple. Of course, we have an array of uh, hosts that kind of host our show, which is uh, iTunes and Spotify and and all the list of all those people. If you go to RaiderCopNation.com, you can go to Join the Nation, and that gives you a list of those providers, which is Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Overcast, and TuneIn. And now we've, we're featured on Podchase, Chaser, Podchaser. So we're on there as well. So join the nation. Don't forget. Test Everything podcast about your journey with uh, God. We talked about training up on firearms, training up in law enforcement, training up with gear, Train, 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 and when you don't have anything else to do, train again. But we have to also train up spiritually, or else you're taking a destiny without a soul, which basically means you're a dead soul. So you could be what might be considered as expendable. Your relationship with God determines everything. The Bible even says, as you prepare my hand for war, as you prepare my hand for war. See, God knows the journey that we're going to take into. So not only do we have to be prepared physically, mentally, but also spiritually. Test everything. That podcast, we had said February. We're pushing that back to March because of some programming issues that we're having. But it will be a 30-minute episode twice a month. On Mondays, and we're going to call that AWOL Monday. You know, everybody's a a true spirit on Sunday in services, and they go AWOL on Monday. So we're going to bring them back on Monday. We're going to take them into custody and bring them back. Also in the summer, we're going to have the five-minute Friday on YouTube, five-minute video about some tactical approach or just some mentoring for five minutes. That's all it's going to take. And that's coming out on uh, during the summer. We are going to start those five-minute Fridays. And when are they going to come out? Test, test question. That's correct. Every Friday. <laughs> I can't put one over this these guys ever. As a reminder, don't forget to listen to our brother podcast, America's Few, with uh, Mike Sierra. They, he's gearing it up over there and getting everything ready for some future podcasts. These are troubled times that we live in, and they're not only troubled time for us here on the state side, but our military is looking at, you know, military challenges, battles that are coming their way. And what better podcast to fill you in in as America's few, not only about what's coming, but what mental state 
that individual needs to be in prepared for what is to come. So that's how you get in contact with us, RaiderCopNation.com. Now, let's dive in to the subject matter. Now, before we dive in there, you you might be saying, well, wait a minute, I thought we were going to hear a famous quote all the time on Raider Cop Nation, and it's true for the last couple of ones. I did not forget, I just, one of those things when you have everything written down on on notes, and when it's time to deliver, I'm going crazy looking for it, and I'm one of these kind of guys, I don't like to edit, so whatever comes out, that's what you get. And of course, after I finished the podcast, there's my famous quote that I was looking for. But this week, we're not going to forget, we're going to talk about a legendary quote from a legendary Marine, Chesty Puller. And if you don't know who he is, then you're almost not a human being. But if you do know who he is, and if you served in the Marine Corps, you definitely know who he is. Chesty Puller, famous Marine. Here's the quote. All right, you bastards, try and shoot me. Fitting, isn't it? Especially for what we're talking about today. We are going to dive into the atmosphere that is occurring today with our new Democratic Party and also looking at the concealed carry. We're looking at, especially, as we said before, the the why, okay, because the why why you carry is a definite link to when you carry. We discussed those two. And now we're going to dive into how that might change in the future if we don't wake up to reality. The Second Amendment is under attack as more so than ever. The wacky left over in Congress are preparing bill after bill They're typing away as we speak, and they are trying to shit on the Second Amendment parade. I'm letting you know now you need to pay attention to what's coming our way. Now, of course, the most or the best gun salesman ever in the history of this country was President Barack Obama, because every time he came out on television and said, something about restriction of guns, people went out like crazy and started stacking up rounds, magazines, arsenal, guns, you name it, because they don't trust the government. There's a reason why the forefathers placed the Second Amendment in there to give us the right to bear arms, and we've discussed what that means. Bear, as in carry, Arms, So it means you have to have the ability to carry the arm. So you can't have certain weaponry that you can't have a tank, for example, because you can't bury it. You can't carry it. It carries you. That's no good. So you have to have the ability to carry it. And when we talk about carrying concealed, the law says, well, okay, well, we don't have a problem with you carrying it, but we're going to add another measure. And that is that when you carry it, it has to be concealed so it doesn't alarm anybody. So that's a restriction. But the Second Amendment also says without any restrictions. And there is the basis of the argument. But 
Let's not worry about that because we've already got our established rules of engagement. Let's concentrate on how the wacky communist, commie, Bolshevik left is preparing the new attack on the Second Amendment. And we need to be constant. We, we need to really pay attention to what's coming our way. Restrictions on amount of rounds, magazines, certain weaponry you, you may or may not buy. Now, some of this might not pass. Might pass Congress or might not pass the Senate. But really, how many people listening on the audience, pay attention now, kids, pay attention, to it, uh, test quiz, how many people listening honestly and faithfully believe in their Congress and Senate? Raise your hand. Anybody? How about in the back? Just like I thought. Nobody raised their hand. So if you don't trust them, you need to pay attention. But I also want to focus on, and I have this one thing I, I always like to do, and that is tell the truth. When it comes to the NRA, I am a supporter of what they do. But there are certain things that they do that piss me off. And I don't, I'm, I don't shy away from, from saying it. And I'm going to give you a real quick example. Here in, in, in where I live in Florida, sunny, sunny tropical Florida, there are ranges that will hire people for firearms instructors. Well, I took a course when I was in law enforcement. I was a firearms instructor, and I took a course that was the curriculum came from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and it gave me a, a well-rounded um, preview on how to become an instructor. Of course, what takes you over the hump is when you get the experience under your belt, and which I did. I had several years of that, and many, many students during that process, I was fortunate enough to be a part of that. And I learned tremendously. Best moments of my career were spent downrange. But as a result of that, now when you transfer into the civilian world, they kind of fool around with you a little bit. And they say, well, you know, if you have advanced training, you could be a, a, a range instructor and all this other good stuff. And especially if you have prior military and blah, blah, blah. And then when you kind of like dive into the process, and I have not dived into it, folks. Don't, don't twist the story here before I finish. You will learn that one of the requirements that you're going to get anywhere you go is you need to take the NRA range fire safety course. Exactly. So that manipulation on the industry for an organization that advocates on freedom of gun carry is sticking it in everybody's rear end and wallet that you've got to muster off at least 100 bucks on a, on a countertop to get a safety range instructor certificate. And that takes you into the wonderful world journey of training in firearms under the auspices of the NRA. The other thing I disagree with them is in their sales tactics. Recently, I was fortunate enough to receive one of their phone calls, and I, I you know, I, I saw the, the the number on my cell phone, and I said, "Could that be?" I mean, I, I, let me just answer it. 
And boy, did I regret it. So I get my phone call, and all of a sudden I've got uh, happy-go-lucky Southerner on the telephone there telling me about the rights of the NRA and your rights as a, as a gun-toting American and so forth. Loved everything he said. And then the, the tough sales pitches started coming in. And, you know, I kind of, okay, yeah, you know, I really agree with what you're saying and all that. And, all right, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, all right yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, I kind of, okay, I, listen, I'm, I'm not doing what you want me to do. You know, I'm not writing you off freaking check here because, unfortunately, I've got a huge obstacle to cover with a sick parent. So that's my priority. I've got my priority list like you might have it as you're listening. So I kind of casually you know, want to say, you know, thanks, you know, consider me in the near future, but right now, bigger priorities. Well, he would not take no for an answer, and he started like an Arab's rug salesman, started to negotiate the pricing. That, my friends, pissed me off because you did not listen to a word I told him when I told him what my parent was diagnosed with. It was like, oh, and well, we have this plan and that plan. If you want funding, if you want people to support your cause, you need to become a human being first. So that's my other problem with the NRA. Everything else, love what they do, love Colonel North, and I love all the approaches they do, and no problem with that. But uh, a stranglehold on the industry and, of course, the... Uh, the sales tactics, a little bit, a little bit on the rough side, but because society needs you to be a carry concealed member of this great American experiment that we have, which is called the United States of America. See, when the forefathers created the Second Amendment, they actually envisioned people carrying and bearing arms. They just didn't write it on a piece of paper for the sake of writing it. And you were part of that vision. And I was a part of that vision. So we raise our hands today and we say, I'm a believer in why they wrote that. What was the principle behind it? Recently, the president with you, I know that there's a whole bunch of yous out there. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's so, I know. Don't support them, don't like them don't like the hairdo, and so forth. But he said something that resonated with me, and I want to share it with you, whether you believe it or not. We are civil enough to have a conversation, understand each other. And that is that he said, this nation was born in liberty, and we shall die in liberty. That's why and that's how this country was created. That is the premise of the United States of America. That is the premise of the birth of this country. We had to stand up to the British, and it was liberty, liberty or death, and liberty prevailed. Today, we continue in this social experiment called democracy to see if it works for us. Well, we're 200-plus years into it. So far, we're doing good, but there are rough roads ahead. And we don't know what the future lies. But I believe in what he said. This country was born in liberty, and we shall die in liberty. In other words, if anybody tries to take it, it will be from the weapon 
in our cold, dead hands. Chuck Heston, beautiful guy. So believing that principle will make you believe in the Second Amendment. There are a lot of individuals that come from other countries and they've become naturalized Americans. And my parents were one of them. I'm a first-generation American. And I understand what the spirit of immigration brings. But I also, as a young child, remember my dad traveling endlessly to Canada, Mexico, Spain, so he could file paperwork for family relatives that lived in Cuba because there was no uh, diplomatic relations with the United States, so you had to do it behind the second country. And my dad had a fight for the freedom of 16-plus family members. And all of them became prosperous citizens in this country. But it was a fight for freedom and their freedom. Marcos Rubio, Senator of Florida, said, I could never repay this country for what they have given me. And I also raised my hand and say, I also cannot repay this country for what it's given my family. Knowing that, I believe more so in the Second Amendment more than anything. Any country that's ever been taken by communism, of course, the socialists, the communists, whatever you want to call them, it came in and they had a message that sounded pretty. Free, free, free. You will be free from this. You, you will have this and that. Fidel Castro even, he, he even said that he would give people free medical care in the entire country. But at what cost? And we see what the cost is. So we have to look at why we want to be free in this country and what that will, would cost. I signed up to the Second Amendment and I will always sign up to the Second Amendment because I'm free. The fabric of this country is freedom. Americans love freedom. Americans love the fact that you can go to any state, you can visit anywhere you want, you can speak against the government, you can raise your voice in opposition, you can worship what you want to worship. You have the freedom of buying what you want to buy. And you cannot do a lot of these freedoms in other countries. So this experiment continues, and I'm happy to be a part of this. What I'm getting at in this podcast, number 74, and especially number five of the six-part series of Concealed Carry, is that the Second Amendment is a treasured, jewel that was given to us by our forefathers. It was not just some simplistic writing on a piece of paper, sounded good. No, they actually envisioned you and I bearing arms. They also envisioned those that bear arms would be the militia to protect this country from tyranny, whether domestic or coming from somewhere else. See, our forefathers gave us the privilege of carrying arms 
because they foresee, they foresaw a threat. Today, that threat is in the form of liberal America. That form, that threat is in the form of our United States Congress, our government. That threat is also in the form of the lawyers, the lawyers out there trying to take our Second Amendment. And that threat comes from people with feeble minds. The Germans, when the Nazi party took over, they seized everybody's guns. When Fidel Castro took over in Cuba, and I put that on one of our podcasts, I'll try to link it on the show notes, him of him speaking in an interview in Spanish, and how he's saying boldly, well, now that I'm in charge, the Cuban people don't have any need to have weapons. Why would they need weapons for? Tell it to them now 60 years later with this idiot over their heads. The, the, the principle of American fabric, our Constitution was written on blood, sacrifice for us. And until we understand the great weight of that responsibility, we won't be able to understand what the Second Amendment really means. Certain people think it's, it's like putting money in a parking meter. It's just there. No, it's not, folks. We are not only given the right and the responsibility to bear arms for our protection, but also for the protection of our nation. We necessarily today might not have to fire one round to protect that right, but we do have to full, fully, fully scream out in our voices to let the American people know, get your freaking hands off my Second Amendment. Today, more than ever, I encourage you if you're an avid listener to the Radio Cop Nation, to really focus in on the Second Amendment. Wherever you hear one of these commies are out there trying to stop your right to carry concealed, raise your voice because they're trying to take your liberty from you. There's even some police agencies, police chiefs that are going around the country advocating for gun control. Because nobody should have an AR-15. Well, F you. Because you weren't around when the forefathers said bare arms. You know why an AR-15 has a carrying handle on the top? That ought to answer your question. The right to bear arms. So all your freaking opinion? Well, guess what? You weren't on the portrait when the Constitution was written and signed off. You weren't there. You weren't standing there doing a selfie. So keep your freaking opinion to yourself. If you want to change the law, try to change it. But don't try to change me from my opinion. I love my country. And I love what my country has become and what will it continue to become. I believe that this nation was a blessing from God because we are the freest nation on the earth. Is there corruption in our government? Of course there is. Are there evil people in our government? A hundred percent. 
They pick your pocket every time you get paid for their own little nitpicks, the, the little shopping sprees that they want to have. You know, the forefathers, when they wrote the Constitution, the real intent of paying taxes was to defend the country, to arm our military with money, supplies. That was the purpose of the true intent of paying taxes. Boy, has that thing turned into a freaking mess. But today we talk about the reason for carrying concealed the why will answer the when. Why I carry? Because the forefathers saw me. The potential of carrying that weapon, not only for my own protection, the protection of my family, but also the protection of my country. I take that responsibility fully. I raised my hand in an oath when I was law enforcement, and I continue to raise my hand in that oath by carrying responsibly. I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe in my country. And I believe the fact that this country was born in liberty and we will all die in liberty if it's ever taken from us. What are you going to see after this show? Well, we're going to dive into the how. In the last part of this podcast on Concealed Carry, the how is going to be a long show. It's probably going to deal a little bit over an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Uh, Kilo Sierra, Mike Sierra will be on with me as well. And we're going to talk about the how. How do I carry concealed? We're going to talk about positioning, about training, about uh, support hand, about situational awareness, about carrying in crowded areas, about what's your plan and what you have to have, what type of mindset. It's going to be a long show. I'm looking forward to that. That will wrap up our series on concealed carry. And uh, we're doing very well. It is uh, leading the charge for Raider Cop Nation this series. And uh, we have not spent one dime on advertising. And it's doing very well. So we, we're banking it. We're going to do the whole six series. Then we're going to go ahead and start putting out some uh, couple, of, couple of crispy bills on advertising as well to help that show. Why do we do all this? Well, just to mentor. Nothing more, nothing less. We do it to mentor you, the listener, and that's why hopefully you listen to us because you see some wisdom behind the microphone. So you listen. Whether it's about firearms, which are about training, whether it's about law enforcement work, whether it's about political awareness, And the reason that we dive into political awareness is because they are out to kill and seize law enforcement everywhere in this country. The fabric of America is under attack by a bunch of lunatics talking about the new Green Deal. I I don't even want to touch that subject. Lunatics we have. People that were attending waitress in a bar is now giving us the platform for the rest of our country's survival. Wake up and smell the coffee, folks. Don't let these goofs rob you of your dreams, your children's dreams, your grandchildren's dreams. This country was built by brave people. 
and we need to preserve it as best we can. Raider Cop Nation, uh, the next right after this series, and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the change as well. And of course, our our how series is the the last part of this concealed series will be February 20th, and then we're going to dive into February 27th with Kilo Sierra. New Jersey disarming confused America, confusing America on firearms. Some tricky shenanigans that have happened over in New Jersey that for at least four or five days confused the hell out of everybody. Was it done on purpose or was it a mistake? And that's what we're going to look at with Kilo Sierra. And uh, then we finally bring back the man himself, the cop, March 6th with Bring Back the Warrior. And we're going to talk about some of that buffoonery that the prior presidential administration it wanted to do police reform. And the panel that was conveyed in doing that police reform and some of the thousands of documents that they came up with, and it was to get rid of the warrior mindset and have a customer-based mindset. Are you freaking serious? So, of course, no better guest than we have than the cop, 30 years plus in service, in uniform, and we're going to talk about why we have to bring back the warrior. Then concealed carry combatives with Mike Sierra. That's going to be in the month of March. Uh, Wonder Woman. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman in a minute here. March 13th, if I can actually get her to come on the program for at least 20, 25 minutes, we're going to talk to us about public information officer and it will kind of enlighten our listeners on what happens behind the scenes with um, public information, how that works. Now, before I forget, I want to wish a Wonder Woman out there that today that we're recording this is Wonder Woman's birthday. So we shout out happy birthday. And then lastly, oh, we got two more shows in March. March 20th, Corruption Superhero. Uh, we're going to kind of introduce Delta Delta. And March 27th, we're going to round out the month of March with episode number 8080, Gun Insurance, and what that entails and why you need it and that kind of stuff. So that that's coming as well. You can always go to Raider Cop Nation and look at our current and upcoming shows, and it gives you the list all the way down to January 8th. And I'm letting you know right now, I've already got on a piece on notepaper somewhere on top of this desk. Anybody that knows me knows I keep immaculate records all over my desk, but I know where everything's at. That's the good part. And uh, I have enough for uh, another six or seven episodes coming. That'll push us into March of 2020. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we put our stuff out there. We don't guess as we go along like other shows. What do you want to talk about next week, Bob? I don't know. Can you get somebody? I'll try. Now, here we kind of tell you what's coming. And you can look it up in our uh, our current and upcoming shows. As always, my friends, this is a short podcast because the meat and potatoes comes next week when we talk about the how how do I carry, conceal, carry, that will close out our closing episode on uh, of this series, six parts on carrying concealed. It has been my honor and my pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Nation. Always remember to keep yourself in prayer, keep your family in prayer, 
Keep the agency that serves you in prayer. And always pray and love our great nation, the United States of America. Salfa Mike, signing out. And guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home.